Welcome to Growth Amplifiers. I am Kenny Harper. Growth Amplifiers showcases ideas from the top business owners and entrepreneurs to inspire and empower you thrive in your life, business, and achieve a higher purpose. I'll be sharing actionable insights you can apply towards your business in each session. Growth Amplifiers is dedicated to you, your success, and fulfillment. Get ready to amplify. Hey there, Amplifiers. Thanks for tuning in today. We have an awesome session who um, is joining us today. It's someone who inspires me. And when I first met her, uh, she really just caught my attention. You know, you, you meet some people and they have a certain aura around them, a certain energy that they they project. And she's a really awesome person. So you're going to love the topic. And what we're going to be talking about today is kind of like everyone can be unique. We can all be serving a similar mission, but we all do things differently, right? We all have our own unique spin on how we achieve a certain result. And the cool thing is it's an abundant world. There's an opportunity for everyone to provide value and and grow their business when you come with the abundant mindset. And so some people I've connected with have told me, you know, there's so many other people out there kind of doing what I do and they get concerned and they start getting in the scarcity mindset. Um, and we want to make sure that when you listen to this today, that you're thinking about how are you unique? What is the uniqueness that you bring to the table? And then how can you amplify that so that you're projecting it out there and attracting the audience that looks for those skills? Uh, just a reminder, Growth Amplifiers is um, a channel and a community that is aim to share the best tips, tools, and strategies for growing your advisory and, and coaching practice by elevating the value and experience you provide. We appreciate likes, comments, and uh, support by subscribing. So if you haven't done so already, subscribe to our channel, subscribe to our mailing list. We will simply share ideas that we've cultivated from some of the best thought leaders around. And I'll share a quick story before I introduce our guest. Um, so Yesterday was Mother's Day, and I had the opportunity to take my family to the zoo. And I'm walking around, and I'm seeing all these different animals. They're so unique. They all are different, right? We've got the giraffe, who there's not very many animals that I have to look so far up to see them, but a giraffe is one of them, and they see things from a different perspective. (laughs) We've got the gorilla, and a gorilla is usually not very loud, doesn't make a lot of noises, just kind of moves around. But he's very powerful, uh, very, very strong. And of course, we've got a lot of kids favorite the lion. The lion was roaring. He was literally roaring when we got there. And you could hear him all throughout the zoo, very loud. So it's a reminder to me that everyone does bring unique gifts to the table. But um, when you play your authentic gift, when you play your authentic Uh, skills. That's how you can really show up as your best and provide the best value to those you serve. So without further ado, I am going to share the big three, and then we're going to introduce our guest for today. So the big three, we're talking about how to uh, continue improving and elevating how you fuel yourself. Um, We're talking about ideas and ways to stand out and differentiate from the competition. Even in an abundant world, you do want to differentiate yourself uh, because mediocrity is not the key that we want to play. And then 
how to craft the memorable experience for your clients and those you serve. So our guest today is Ingrid Edstrom and her website, Priestess of Profits. You can learn more about her and her business. She is the chief empowerment officer of the company and helps small businesses thrive through strategy consulting. Uh, she offers financial workflow design and she does public speaking as well. And she specializes a lot in the tours and activities industry, but can serve clients of all different backgrounds. So without further ado, welcome to Growth Amplifiers, Ingrid. Thanks so much for having me, Kenny. This is great. So great to have you here and joining in. As mentioned, um, when we first connected, there's a, a spirit and aura that you have that you you could just tell you're very passionate and you put it out there. And I really appreciate that about you. Uh, for those of us who may not be familiar with you, if you wouldn't mind kind of just sharing a little bit about your backstory and how you got to be where you're at today. Yeah. So I started my bookkeeping business back in 2008 and was just looking around myself in the midst of a market crash saying, how can I help? And, um, realized that I could help people with their, their business finances and, um, built that business over the course of several years. And then in 2015 attended my first accounting conference. So I built the business and hired employees, had an office, you know, did those kinds of things, but it wasn't until I attended my first accounting conference that I really realized how much I was missing and how much I didn't know. <laughs> um, things like value pricing and technology. I attended my first accounting conference with a flip phone. So I might as well have been a total Luddite um, and didn't think that I needed a smartphone because I spent all of my time at my computer but really had my mind blown by the amount of technology, the level of communication, and a lot of the classes that I was taking on things like value pricing and um, how, how modern firms are, are building themselves and you know, what it takes to really you know, have a, a vision and passion focused firm. And it blew my mind. And I spent the next several months after that accounting conference in 2015, flipping my firm upside down to implement all these changes. We implemented like a dozen new apps and started doing value pricing, or at least, you know, fixed pricing on the way to value pricing. And really started focusing a lot more on the advisory services that we were offering because we were already offering those services. We just weren't billing for them effectively. We weren't, we weren't highlighting them, recognizing them as what it was the clients really wanted. And I let go of 20% of my clients in a single day to focus on the clients who'd been asking for more advisory services and really just focusing on that. And it was because of those actions in the course of just a few months that I ended up getting noticed by Intuit, the maker of QuickBooks, um, recognized me in their very first firm of the future contest. Um, and next thing I knew they were paying to have me go to QuickBooks Connect and recognizing me on stage at SleaterCon and those kinds of things. And I'd kind of forest gumped my way into being a <laughs> thought leader in the accounting profession. And the first time someone called me a thought leader, I just about hit the floor. I'm like, I'm not a thought leader. I'm, I'm, making all of this stuff up as I go. What if they find out 
that I've never actually taken a formal accounting class in my entire life. I am not a CPA and I'm, I'm just going along, like, you know, trying to figure out what works and like putting it out there for other people to use. And then I realized, wait a second, thought leaders are the ones making stuff up. That's what makes them thought leaders. And so, yeah, my main focus at this point is actually in the accounting profession. I do still do some business strategy and financial workflow design with tours and activities companies, like you mentioned. Um, however, my, my main focus is in raising up accounting professionals. I lead two different mastermind groups for accounting professionals. The first is called Empower Your Passion. Um, and we focus on the really deep inner game, recognizing that our business problems are our personal problems in disguise. And the other one, which is just starting, is called Journey Beyond Accounting. And it focuses on accounting professionals who have moved beyond accounting. So for other people like me who are no longer doing any of the back-end compliance work, no bookkeeping, no tax preparation, we're focusing more on teaching and strategic planning, coaching, consulting, writing, public speaking, those sorts of things. And both of those mastermind groups are through the Roundtable Labs community, which can be found at roundtablelabs.com. And I also do private coaching with accounting professionals. So those are kind of my main focuses at this point. So one of the things that you mentioned, you know, some, I, I hear a lot, right? Imposter syndrome. Um, people think that uh, I don't quite know enough because there's always more that you realize that you don't know when you start learning more. <laughs> so it's like, we continually feel like we can't quite get enough, but if you know enough to get ahead of those you lead and you can lead them further ahead and you believe in that you could help provide benefit, then that's going to be enough to lead people. You don't necessarily need to be master at everything to lead people. You just need to be a few steps ahead mm -hmm. and provide uh, the other distinction you mentioned there. So we can provide a service which does have value, but the greater value perhaps is actually transformation when you can help people change who they become so that they get a different result. So yeah. those, those are two great distinctions. And as we're going into the, the big three, um, I want to talk about this because this is some something that you actually um, communicate. You actually help people for yourself, but also you lead others in, in your mastermind of how to fuel yourself uh, to continue to improve and elevate. So if we get if we get too caught up in the, you know, I'm going to do the same thing I've always done, it may have some benefit. But if we if we think we know everything and we stop growing, then atrophy is the only thing. We, we can't just hang tight. Things change. So we've got to continue to grow. So the question is, how do you fuel yourself and others to continue to improve and elevate? I think the main way that I fuel myself is by focusing on the bigger why and the biggest possible impact, positive impact in the world. So my why for my business is to make the world a better place built on a foundation for, of thriving small businesses. And this is be because I believe that if more people in our world were making good money doing what they love, we would be surrounded by happier, healthier people. And that is the world that I want to live in. And 
I've chosen to focus on accounting professionals so that I can teach more accounting professionals how to reframe money in their minds and how to focus on their bigger why so that then they can teach that to their clients. And together, we can create a rising tide that raises all ships. Really, that by focusing on accounting professionals, it helps me to reach more businesses all over the world. And as far as the biggest impact goes, one of the big projects that I am focusing on now, just a couple months ago, um, my dear friend Matthew Hagem and I launched a new, I call it a group, it's more like a grassroots movement inside of the accounting industry to really turn the accounting industry into a vehicle for positive change in our world. Because right now the accounting industry is part of the problem. And when I say the problem, I mean the socioeconomic, environmental, political mess that we are finding ourselves in right now. And right now, the accounting profession is led by a group of people who are actively profiting from maintaining the status quo, mm -hmm. from keeping things the same. And it's time to shake things up and recognize that our culture, our beliefs, the way that we go about money and finance need to evolve so that we are not being extractive of our planet and of minority peoples. So by really focusing on those things, we can create bigger change and that accounting professionals have a huge role to play in creating that change. So that is why we started the Accounting Alchemy Network which is just now getting rolling. We had um, a couple of what we've called our first Lyceum conversations. Lyceum being the venue where Socrates and Plato used to meet with their compatriots to discuss big ideas and even debate as a form of education. Mm -hmm. So we're basically getting together and asking ourselves the big hard questions. The biggest being, what if it doesn't have to be this way? What if what we're telling ourselves isn't true? What would better look like and how can we start to create that? And really challenging our own thinking. And that fuels me. Helping people step outside their comfort zones and challenge their own limiting beliefs to make our world a better place fuels me. Mic drop. <laughs> I drop it, but it's, I got a mic stand, so it's not going to drop. <laughs> it, just, it just sits there. <laughs> So that's that's awesome, and that's really the growth amplifiers motto. You know, we all can could use fresh perspective to see things with a different light, to challenge the status quo, to continue to amplify. There's always a way to amplify, and it's only when we close our mind off and say, "Ah, oh, I know it all," or "I'm I'm good enough," that we we really have the potential to um, take things to the next level. So. My comments are coming in, but they're not comments. They're spammy comments. So we're, we're going to ignore those for the moment. <laughs> <laughs> Darn you spammy comment people. Would they're, you like to sign up for our newsletter? Please. Click <laughs> here to, yeah. Yes. They, they come in occasionally on these lives and they just like to, to chow in. But to if you want to give comments, <laughs> right? If you're listening into the replay or you're watching this on a channel and you do have comments, we will go back and look at our comments. We will get our questions back to our guests and we do want you to comment in. So don't mishear me that I don't appreciate comments. It's just the spammy ones that are saying weird stuff that I'm not going to read on camera. That I'll, <laughs> I'll just turn the page on that. Um, 
so yes, we've got to know the why, the bigger reason of what we're shooting after, the bigger reason on what we want to change, what really makes you sing. And if you don't have that, you might need to do some soul searching to find it because that's what will have you getting up in the morning excited on a Monday. That's what you'll need to have in order to end your day feeling fulfilled. That's what you want to have as you live a majority of your life working, uh, a majority of us do. So you want, when you're looking back at the end of your life, to make sure that you feel fulfilled because you made a bigger mission. So I like your suggestion, Ingrid. Ask better questions. You'll get better answers. So in the kickoff, right, I mentioned that you know everyone plays a different instrument. Everyone has their own uniqueness. Even in an abundant world, we want to differentiate because if we just do mediocrity, uh, there's a lot of mediocrity out there. And we, and we, the rising stars who have a bigger mission uh, won't necessarily attract the right people. So I'd like for you to share what do you do that works for you to stand out and differentiate so that you're really getting your message out to your ideal audience and they're knowing who you are, what you're about, and the value that you provide. Well, Kenny, I love the the play a different instrument analogy that you use because what that just inspired in me in in your in your original top three, you said stand out and differentiate differentiate from your competition, and I think that's one of the main things is that I don't believe in competition. Competition is a limiting belief that is built on the idea of a zero sum game. So this idea that in order to win, someone or something else has to lose. And I don't believe that that's true. I believe that we can work together and create a positive sum game where everyone can win more. And that the, the, the whole is greater than the sum of the parts. So by working together, we can create a rising tide that raises all ships. And if we think about that analogy of playing a different instrument, the, the most differentiated person in an orchestra is the conductor. <laughs> and that's what I do. I help other people to eliminate competition so that we are all together creating something beautiful and really working to find each individual person's talents where they shine and helping them step forward and shine so that we are creating something beautiful together. And I guess that's how I really differentiate myself is by leading in that way, kind of being a leader of leaders. And I love it. I love it so much, which isn't to say that, you know, the, the fourth chair violin isn't important. Of course, that person is important. We're not going to have an orchestra without a group of people. And there are opportunities to step forward and to step back and for each person to differentiate themselves. And a good conductor, a good orchestra leader is going to be looking out for each of their musicians to find opportunities for that person to step forward, to improve, to demonstrate their uniqueness, to really show up in their full value. And it's only when we get those niggling voices in the back of our heads um, in, the, in the class that you and I are taking, Kenny, we call them saboteurs. Those saboteurs are what's breaking us down and trying to tell us that we need to compete and be better than the person in front of us. It's not about better. <laughs> right. it's, yeah, how can we create 
the most beautiful possibility by working together, by working with each other and by getting out of our own way and recognizing that it's not all about us all the time, that we're part of an ecosystem collaborating to create something amazing. Hey there, this is Kenny from Growth Amplifiers, here to ensure you get your awesome ideas into action to grow and improve your business and achieve your full potential. Take the first step by visiting growthamplifiers.com and clicking the Start Here button. Take the assessment to get your personalized score. Then select from free resources to learn how to improve your score. Don't wait. Be proactive and take action now by visiting growthamplifiers.com and clicking the Start Here button. And always keep on amplifying. Now, let's get back to the show. See, I look at it like you know, when you find people that are on that same frequency, you can come together and create harmony. You really can create the win-win rock stars tour together. They play together because they real realize they'd have a better show if they work together versus everyone trying to do their own thing. And just like only my crowd, only my music. It's not how things work. Some of the best successes have come from people coming together and collectively working together. So check yourself if you're tuning in. Do you have that collaborative mindset? Is it is it an abundant mindset? And the only competition that I I kind of have in my mind because I do believe there is a fight going on. It's the fight between authenticity and insincerity. Yeah. Cuz there there are people out there who are all about just taking your money for the cause of taking your money. And if you're not putting your message out there, in a way for people to know, hey, there's someone legit, right, who can help me, then some of those bottom feeders can unfortunately prey on on people because they don't know any better. So I think amplifiers are fighting that fight against uh, the people who don't have your best interest in mind. And with that being said, it's it's a different fight. The people on your team, other amplifiers are part of the abundance mindset. Uh, so just a small distinction there of how, how I'm looking is that fight is, is against um, the people who are kind of like on the dark side, right? <laughs> it's kind of like the, the, the good side and the dark side. But at the end of the day, um, I've loved what you said there. It's, it's about creating win-wins, Ingrid. I love that you have that mindset and that you show up like that. And speaking of showing up, so this this last question of the big three is, how do you craft a memorable experience? So I recently picked up a copy of the book, The Experience Economy, and it talks about the difference between, you know, a commodity, a service, a product, and an experience, and how experience is where things are going. People can get a service or knowledge or um, basic um, products from people, but what changes it is how you show up and deliver that value, the experience they get when they're connecting with you that really makes a difference. So how do you craft a memorable experience with those you serve? I think the most effective way to craft a memorable experience is to hold the container for their experience, whatever experience they are having and trusting my intuition uh, about where that needs to go um, really by following the emotion. So if we're deeply listening 
with our clients and checking in with what it is that they're needing, which is sometimes what they are avoiding. <laughs> so, so watching for those subtle vocal and visual cues of things that are coming up for them and saying, okay, let's dig a little deeper into that and really working to get at the root causes of what is, um, of what's not upsetting them. I'm trying to think of a better word, the root causes of the challenges, right? Um, rather than the symptoms, because oftentimes coaches and consultants will end up putting strategic band-aids over cultural problems. When, when it comes down to it, culture eats strategy for breakfast and we cannot resolve a cultural issue with a strategic solution. It's not going to work. We can come up with yet another app to, you know, solve this pain point that's happening on a daily basis to fix the issue of, you know, this place over here where we're hemorrhaging time or money. But if we're not addressing, do you have the right people in the right seats on your bus? You know, how, what's your management style like with your team? How does it make you feel when you have these conversations with these people? Because if nothing's changing, an app's not going to fix it. We need to figure out what are the deeper human and emotional causes behind those things and address those things. And it's when people have an opportunity to really learn and grow, not just try another app and see if this works. That is when it becomes a truly memorable experience. That is when they have epiphanies. Um, at one point, I was going through a fantastic coaching session, and um, the person I was working with was asking me, you know, so what are the what are the main um, indicators for when you're having a, a successful interaction with a client? You know, how do you measure that? I'm like, that's a tricky thing. I don't know because it's not it's not something that can be measured necessarily. It's not a time save or even a financial impact. Yes, those things happen down the line, but those are side benefits. In the moment, it's it's the epiphany. And then he wrote down, okay, so X number of client epiphanies, you know, per whatever time frame. I'm like, that was the first time it had occurred to me. I had an epiphany. It was the first time it had occurred to me that I could measure client epiphanies and keep track of that in my sessions with clients, which is so cool. And now it's like, it's right there. If I had a product that I sell to people, it's epiphanies. I love that moment when people are like, oh my gosh, that, that just changed my life. I love it so much. And the clients love it. That Those are what make the memorable experiences. And in order to get there, you can't just follow a cookie cutter method. You can't just follow a model. You've got to have the intuition. You've got to pay attention. You've got to listen deeply. And it is about holding the container for their experience. A lot of the times we have the right answers right in front of us. We know what the answer is. But if we don't take the time to step back, get that perspective on that and see it in a new light, to take a new action, to get a new result. If we just, yeah, I know that and, and keep it in the frame that we have, then we'll treat it the same and therefore get the same result. So I highly align with that logic and, and applaud it. Uh, epiphany, just it's an epiphany, right? Yeah. You know, that's one of the reasons we got into positive intelligence in the first place is we started to realize you can give someone 
a proven strategy and a proven system. But if they have something in their mind that's blocking them, that's holding them back, then they're going to be stuck. So they've they've got to get that self-awareness. You've got to tune in and, and be guided and be comfortable and grounded enough and realize that working with a coach or working with a guide to help you see things differently or take new actions is a sign of strength. It is not a sign of weakness. If you have that framing in your mind, then you'll limit yourself from taking that action. Think about the most successful teams and professionals. They have coaches to help them see their blind side. And Ingrid, I'm not really speaking as much to you because I'd be preaching to the choir. For those tuning in, just make sure that you keep that open mind. If you're not working with someone right now to get a fresh perspective, to see things with a new eye, to challenge yourself to grow in new ways, consider the opportunity cost of not doing that. Never hurts to have a conversation, to learn about different ways that you can grow. Speaking of learning different ways and different perspectives, we're in our advisor picks section, and this is kind of like off the top of your head, uh, just sharing something. We'll go down the list real quick as we're wrapping this up. Number one, uh, if you have a productivity tool uh, that you'd like to share that has been good for you, uh, we'd love to hear what you got. Um, well, Kenny, I just I want to pull from what you were just saying, actually, from my favorite productivity tool, that book, Positive Intelligence. And both of you have both of us have been through their um their training program to become mental fitness coaches. And that's one of the main tools that I use with my clients. And one of the things that they teach in positive intelligence is what we call PQ reps. And I honestly think that PQ reps are the best productivity tool because if our minds are scattered and we've got our saboteurs invading and tearing us down, we're not going to get nearly as much done as if we are grounded and really focused on what we're doing. So yeah, PQ reps are my favorite productivity tool. So you just gave us a good tool and a book, which is Positive Intelligence. Uh, What's another book that you might give a highlight to real quick? Oh, another one would be The Big Leap by Gay Hendricks is one that I read recently that I really, really enjoyed. Big Leap. Oops, I forgot to highlight these on the screen. The Productivity Tool, Positive Intelligence, doing PQ reps. If you haven't heard about that, um, check it out. You can go to positiveintelligence.com and The Big Leap. It's a great book. Check it out. I got to check it out myself. Um, And so now we're looking at event. What is an event that you'd suggest? My favorite event is probably Scaling New Heights. That's that's the conference that I attended in 2015 that totally changed my life. And I've taught at that conference every year since then. And I'll be teaching at that conference again in June. It's a a conference for accounting professionals. And it's it's by far my favorite accounting conference. So favorite conference in the industry. Very worthwhile. Very worth checking out. Totally worth checking out. And actually, I believe Joe... Woodard, uh, the guy who had envisioned that conference, is going to be the guest next week on Growth Amplifiers. Ooh, Um, that's going to be a great show. He's fantastic. He is an awesome visionary, and I really dig his approach because he's not just talking about accounting, doing accounting work. He's talking about creating leaders and and people that are, um, you know, going above and beyond and, and continuing to amplify. So we're looking at now online show, an online show that you f- find inspiring, interesting, cool. 
So it's not quite a show, but I, I want to encourage anyone who's watching this to check out pachamama.org and just devour all of the educational content that they have available. They've got online classes and will occasionally do, um, you know, group calls and, and things like that. And it's really focused on ways that we can work together to make our world a better place, um, focusing on environmental impact as well as um, diversity, equity, inclusion, and social justice, things like that. And it's really a fantastic organization with amazing education. Pachamama. That sounds interesting. Is it, is it, I'm not trying to be smart. Is it for women or is it? No. So Pachamama is, um, a, a South American word that refers to our earth. The earth is Pachamama. I was unaware of that. I learned something new today. Thank you very much for sharing that. And I misspelled it. So it's apparently one M maybe. Is that? So right? it's, it's P-A-C-H-A-M-A-M-A. <laughs> P-A-C-H-A-M-A-M-A. Pachamama. All right. So we're going to do this right. We don't want to send people down. Like, Dot O-R-D. Poncho mama. Yep. <laughs> no, not poncho mama. Pachamama. And it's all one word. Pachamama is all one word. All one word. Let's try this again. Yep. Pachamama.org is their website. And I highly recommend they've got a couple great classes to start with. Um, the first being um, it's called Awakening the Dreamer. And it's just a two hour in your own time, available anytime online course um, that you can do in an evening with your family instead of watching Netflix. And um it's, it's really, really fantastic. And then once you complete that prerequisite, you can move on to what they call the Game Changer Intensive, which oh, is wow. a wonderful, I think, six or eight week course that gets into how to be a game changer in our world, how to really actually develop your skills in um, making a better positive impact in our world. And I found that that course has influenced my work dramatically. Super awesome final thought, a thought leader that may be a good guest for growth amplifiers or just maybe a good thought leader that you'd like to give a shout out to. Oh boy. So I guess getting, so thought leaders, getting back to, to Pachamama and other organizations and favorite books, all kind of tying it together. Um, one of my favorites right now is Charles Eisenstein. And my favorite book that I read recently by him is called Sacred Economics. So he gets into how we can go about changing our economic systems to be regenerative of our planet rather than extractive of our planet. Because right now our money systems are extractive of our planet and our people. And that needs to shift. And he gets into not just grumping about what are the problems, but actually real solutions for how to address and fix those problems, different ways of going about it. And some of those ideas are absolutely fantastic. So highly recommend um, him and Sacred Economics. And um, for any accountants watching this show, if you're interested in joining the Accounting Alchemy Network, we are going to be book clubbing that book soon. So that's a great way to check that out. So if you're tuning in, definitely check out Ingrid. She's an awesome rock star professional. She's a growth amplifier for sure. I'm glad you were able to connect and share with the audience, Ingrid. Uh, you're an awesome shining star. Go to priestessofprofits.com if you'd like to learn more about Ingrid. And as a final thought, Ingrid, um, one 
tradition we have at the end of these shows is to share something that you've learned on your journey that might help others on theirs. It could be related to what you do, or it could be something completely different. Just a quick takeaway as a final parting. Oh, you know, I guess getting back to Charles Eisenstein, I think my favorite line from that book, he says something along the lines of the purpose of life is not to just survive in maximum security and comfort. The purpose of life is to create that which is beautiful to us. And I like to add and share it with others. So figuring out what's beautiful to you and sharing it with others, that is what is going to bring each of us joy. Thank you, Ingrid. Have a blessed day. And if you're tuning in, make sure to subscribe to Go Amplifiers. Share this with a friend. Give us your comments. We appreciate you. Thank you. Thanks so much, Kenny. To show your support, take a moment to amplify this message by sharing it online. To connect with me or gain more business growth insights, visit www.growthamplifiers.com. Thank you for your support.